Welcome to our YouTube channel. As you take your time to listen to God's word with us, we hope and pray that this sermon will be a blessing to you as well as your family. Go with me to Mark chapter 11. We are in the series, keep playing my brother. Somebody can give him a stool or a chair. Or I pray that the Holy Spirit will strengthen his legs. Word confession. Yes, let's say it. Are you ready? I'm here on purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive. Because God is not finished with me. My best days. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. You know, we are in the series called The Glorious Days. I genuinely believe that as a church, we are going to see some glorious days coming our way. Okay. If you said amen, you will receive it. I see genuinely there are some glorious days coming your way. No eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard. That kind of glory you will receive in your life. Our church is walking into a season of divine favor. You know, young people use this word when they, when they love something, okay? These, these are kids, uh, I mean young people, teenagers these days. Um, we are not allowed to use the word kids, right? Um, when they really love something, they'll say this, ultimate macha. What do they say? Ultimate. Ultimate. I truly believe as a church, we are going into ultimate moment this year. Absolutely ultimate moments. Because when the Holy Spirit disrupts a Sunday service like this and just, you know, I'm trying my best to go back to the run sheet and I just can't. And he just got to receive what he has. Seven glorious days of Jesus before he went to the cross. Every day was an overflow. Every day was a surprise with Jesus. Every day was absolutely thrilling with Jesus. The disciples just could not predict his itinerary. The disciples could not, you know, will, will, they would have never they would have never fathomed in their mind or understood in their mind if Jesus said to Peter, hey, write down Friday, I'm dying. Sunday, I'm coming back. Schedule that. Already Peter is doing everything in his power from Jesus, not fulfilling his purpose. Because he's so affectionate about the person of Jesus, but he forgot the purpose of Jesus. You and I can be affectionate on somebody. 
but don't let your affection disrupt god's purpose over their life don't let your affection disrupt god's purpose over their life that's why he looked at peter and said get behind me satan this is not you this is the will of the lord if you look at the timeline of the passion week monday it started with the triumphal entry into jerusalem last week we heard this sermon make some noise because god likes it that way jesus because the pharisees looked at them and said you know can you just ask them to be quiet and jesus said if i make them quiet the rocks will start singing the rocks will start praising can you handle that you can't i don't want to get replaced by any rock or any non living thing i am created as a living being to worship him and i want to be that way every single breath that i have i want to keep worshiping jesus this morning we are going to go into the monday sunday is done we are going to go into the monday on monday it might look like jesus was not having a bad day i mean was not having a good day but he was having a bad day because two things happen he curses a fig tree are you there in mark chapter 11 he from verses from verses 11 right he curses a fig tree and he chased out of out you know he chased out everybody from the temple it might look like jesus was in a bad mood was he it might look like he was having a really bad day but was he I want to title my sermon for this morning. Are you ready write this down? If you're writing this down, this is the title. Clear the traffic. Clear the traffic. These are the kind of titles that I would come up with when I spend a a week in Bangalore. <laughs> Clear the traffic. Jesus was not having a bad day. In fact, he was having a very good day. Nothing that he does is out of a bad mood or or unintentional, you know, unintentions, but he is very intentional. Every single day, every single moment, every single second, he is carefully walking in fulfilling the will of the Father. There's something deep there's something prophetic in these two events are you ready to get deeper no one is ready to get deeper are you ready to get deeper yes. talk to me i'm just preaching you can talk back all right verse 11 it says jesus went into jerusalem and into the temple so when he had take he had looked around at all things as the hour was already late he went out to bethany with the 12 Watch carefully what it's written in verse 11. Jesus went into the temple. 
he looked around and he said to himself ah this is what you're doing in the temple it's kind of getting late but what i'm about to do i wanted to do it in daytime i'll come back for you he went he looked into the temple he looked around but then he walks out again and he goes into bethany now the next day when they had come out from bethany he was hungry and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it when he came to it he found nothing but leaves everybody say nothing but leaves for it was not the season for figs it was not the season for now who created seasons god is it wrong that the tree did not bear any fruit was it wrong that that the fig tree did not bear any fruit because it was out of season right it was out of season but in response jesus said to it let no one ever eat fruit from you again he looks at the tree and he curses it it might not make sense to us when you read this out of context because you got to look at the following event so they came to jerusalem then jesus went into the temple in verse 11 he went to the temple and he and he did what he looked around he kept an eye on everything he came out curses a fig tree that did not bear fruit even though it is not supposed to bear fruit it is out of season and then he again he goes back into the temple and when jesus went into the temple he began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple watch carefully what is written here a lot of times we think that jesus only chased people who sold he did not just chased people out who just sold he also chased the ones who hello what is it written here the ones who bought and sold in the temple and he overturned the tables of the money changers and seats of those who sold doves doves represent the holy spirit his anointing his presence and he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple watch carefully he will not allow anyone to carry things through the temple then he taught saying to them is it not written my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations but you have made it a den of thieves and the scribes and chief priests heard it and sought how they might kill him for they feared him 
because all the people who were astonished at his teaching and when the evening came he left the city one of the reasons you need to understand why Jesus did this is because there is two things happening in this temple those who are supposed to travel from different parts of the place for sacrifice and worship they were supposed to carry their own animals for sacrifice you hear me they're supposed to carry what their own animals for sacrifice no matter how far they are traveling from they're supposed to bring it from their place those animals represent their burden their sin things that they need to repent from and they need to bring it into the altar of the temple as an act of consecration and repentance but the guys in the temple they wanted to make their life easy so they created a shortcut and did not allow the people to carry their burden to the temple rather they started selling the burden to them hello but my god is a god of principles he's the same yesterday today and forevermore which means that he will not budge or turn or take shortcuts because some people decided to provide for the needs of the people he's a god who is loving and also he's a god who is just if you have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of god then you have to carry that burden you have to that was the law but they started selling the price that was supposed to be paid on the cross they started to make it easy and jesus comes into the temple and says that's my job not yours the cost to make your burden light is when i go on the cross when i die on the cross when i carry all your sins your shame and your guilt and your pain when i take it to the cross your burden shall be light and you shall be justified because i am just which means that no man is allowed to monetize out of god's word and out of the experience of salvation are you listening to me are you listening to me church if you find anyone monetizing selling what only god can give you are supposed to turn that table around tip it over because that's what religion does do this so that god will do that for you it's conditional walk so many miles so that your sins will be forgiven
pray for these many hours and we all are spiritual people but still having religious mentality you and i could never pay for the price or give the price for what you and i have done but only jesus can and only jesus did and because of what he has done you and i now live under the redemptive power of the cross who am i to sell that to his people there is no shortcuts everybody say no shortcuts so jesus cleanses the temple the fig tree represents people who look righteous but they are unproductive in their faith let me say that again the nation of israel fig tree represented the nation of israel that it looked righteous and they think and they thought that they are made righteous by following the laws by doing things but jesus is coming and turning the table around in the temple and he is saying no more law but simply the grace are you understanding this and that is why he got mad at the fig tree because those who follow listen to this very carefully those who follow jesus christ with genuine faith and those who live under the grace of jesus christ and those who do not follow jesus religiously but continue to follow him with relationship will bear fruit in season and out of season you will bear fruit in season and out of season you will not look righteous you will live out of the righteousness of christ you will not wait for your bank account to be filled for you to be generous you will be generous and he will keep filling it not conditions but relationship not religiosity but a genuine faith and walk with god genuine faith will lead you to bear spiritual fruits in and out of season that is why he cursed the fig tree because he knew that it is supposed to bear fruit in and out of season because that represent the nation of israel and the reason that they are unable to bear fruit is because their core the temple is jammed full of traffic full of traffic because they have converted this relationship that is supposed to be so pure with god they have converted into a money making you know commerce a market today there are so many things that is in your life that you have allowed to accumulate and you have no time for god 
we have no time for god we are constantly accumulated by the business of this life and the holy spirit is telling you you are you feel like you are stuck it is because you are you're stuck because you're stuck in the own traffic that you created that you created and jesus went into the temple and he cleansed the temple and the holy spirit wants to come into your heart into your life into your family and he wants to clear those traffics out because you kept believing some things some wrong prophecies some wrong word some wrong theologies and you have been in traffic you have been in transactional mindset they sold doves we have become a generation that believes that that you know it has become hard to get people to pray it's so easy to get people to go to worship concert because so and so is coming right and they put a poster and they and they get a, you know a gig and and they have all the best so called you know uh leaders and musicians and things like that wow place is flooded 7 days of fasting prayer god i turn my life this way 7 days of just seeking the lord switch off your phone for 7 days declutter remove the traffic always ting 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 alert over alert over alert over alert looking at the alert you are not alert you are alerted by the things that you are not supposed to be alerted and when god's word is constantly and full of things that you can be alert about for your own life for your own soul for your marriage for your family and everything is here but we are constantly going through notifications after notifications after notifications after notifications jumping from email to whatsapp then to what tweet then to facebook then to instagram then again back to email meanwhile phone few phone calls cluttered 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 by voices because everybody wants to sell something to you you know that everybody wants to sell something to you you know why because you buy it because you buy it because you buy it everybody wants to tell something to you because you you know why because you listen you listen but you and i we are called to live a life that is counter cultural we are called to live a life that is unique we are called to live a life where we are only flooded by the word of god and in his presence and through that when you flow in your business through that when you flow in relationships through that when you flow in your education you stand apart than anybody else that you will ever find the answer is right there with you but we don't do that you know why you're stuck in traffic you're stuck in traffic some of us ah if i'm stuck in traffic i might as well pull a barbecue and get comfortable and get comfortable 
you are stuck in traffic and you're praying for a miracle when god says i have made your path clear you just need to take a u turn you just need to take a u turn come back to him now in the morning as they passed by they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots and peter remembering said to him rabbi look the fig tree which you cursed has withered away and jesus answered and said to them have faith in god not in any man made things not in any transactional religious attitude we all have this commercialized christianity that we are buying into church i'm warning this take this as a warning if you got something going on in your life you kneel down you start praying first nobody can intercede for you you can intercede for nations you don't have to intercede for someone to be saved because jesus is the only person who can intercede hello there's a difference there's a difference there's a difference you want to call some ministry you call them and tell them that i have somebody in my family who is not yet saved can you pray for them they will intercede for the unsaved and jesus will start working but if you are going through sickness you are going through healing the bible says call your leaders the ones who have spiritual authority over your life call your elders from the house of god that you worship ask them to lay hands but before you do any of that you kneel down because even if i come and pray i cannot pray for you i can pray with you are you with me i cannot pray for you but i can pray with you the reason is god is listening to your faith not mine so when i pray i am praying along with you and your faith and my prayer is that lord let it shall be done unto them as they believe but the power of god's work is not activated by my faith but it's activated by your faith and that is why it says ask and it shall be seek it does not say go find somebody who will ask on your behalf It does not say go find somebody who will knock on your behalf. It does not say find a ministry that will seek seek.com ask.com ministries. Today some ministries have commercialized have commercialized prayer presence word. You got to be careful. you got to be careful you don't have to buy oil for you to be healed you don't have to wait for a healing handkerchief to come through courier because god is not running zomato here 
he is not a burger king he is the king of kings and the lord of lords church i love you so much and that is why i am teaching you things and i am telling you things but that no one else will tell you because i love you so much and i want you to be aware of these things this is not a market this is relationship with the living one he is with you i want to give you four declarations that is going to help you to clear some traffics in your life i don't know what kind of you know jesus cleansed the temple and this morning i know he wants to cleanse the temple of your heart i don't know what is causing traffic that is keeping you away from the presence of god i don't know where you're buying his presence i don't know where you're standing but whoever you're standing in front thinking that they can offer spiritual solutions they cannot offer you spiritual solutions because the bible calls them thieves who is a thief a thief is someone who has taken something that does not belong to him and sells something that does not belong to him i am not calling them thieves the bible calls them the den of thieves i don't know which thief has stolen god's presence or his word away from you or the family but i pray that god will look into your house of your heart he will look into your house your family and he can see that this is truly a house of prayer because i am there and only i am there god should not share his place with king city church hello can i be honest God will not share his place with who with King City Church God will not share his place with Jesus redeems with Jesus calls when Jesus hangs up no ministries all the ministries including this church is here only to help you look at Jesus but we cannot become the ones that serves the presence oh i i really pray you get this we don't serve the pre- even we stand here saying come lord come lord that's it set your heart right four declarations i want you to say it out loud with me Number 1 I will not be distracted Can we all say it together I will not be distracted in the distractions Can we all say read it out I will not be distracted in the distractions You will have distractions You will have things that will take you away from God but you will not be distracted in the distractions Second declaration I will not be shaken in the shaking Let's read it Second one I will not be shaken in the shaking. There will be things that will come to shake your life, shake your family, shake your peace. You used to speak, you know, all all week you've been singing hallelujah. 
and then something happens and your tongue is released bad words hebrew and greek flowing you understand what i'm saying i'm being practical here and then your prayer changes until then we all my life you have been faithful and one thing happens where are you god where are you when i need you the most you are not there yappa all week things we were tight we were singing then why did you allow this to happen your faith is not rooted on the circumstances that you experience in life your faith always stands apart no matter what i go through one thing that i have secure in my life is jesus and that's enough that's enough that's enough i will not be shaken in the shaking can we all uh, say together i will here's the third declaration i will not be discouraged in the discouragement i will not be discouraged in the discouragement there are things that will come your way that wants to discourage you that wants you pull you down that wants to tear you down but we're going to keep praising i stamp the devil but i jump in faith we are called to leap in faith and whenever discouragement comes and knocks at your door and when discouragement opens the door it has to look at you and your posture should be holy are you lord god almighty worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb for you are holy holy are you lord god are you almighty worthy worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb amen discouragement will open the door and say hey hey wrong address da he'll go off but don't keep doors open in your life where you welcome discouragement there are people relationships in your life that does not understand your relationship that you have with Jesus and if they don't value the relationship that you have with Jesus they have no authority to speak into your soul listen to me carefully don't allow everyone to speak into your soul if they don't understand your relationship that you have with Jesus who is the firm foundation of your life they have no authority to speak into starting la starting la okay that's it 
அன்னைக்கு உங்களை பார்த்தேன் ஐ லுக் அட் யூ யூ லுக் அ லிட்டில் ஒரு மாதிரி ஏய் உனக்கு ஒரு மாதிரி தான் தெரியும் ஆனா நான் வேற மாதிரி I might look one madri for you but I am vera madri shaban just say hallelujah they are trying to bite their way into your emotions coming out to find as if they care coming out into coming into your spirit as if they are going to encourage you but they're not there to encourage you they are there to eat even the little bit of faith that you have left they will come to say oh i wonder what happened no you don't need to wonder nothing happened i know what's going on in my life and i know who's in absolute control of my life you don't wonder you wander away somewhere you go wander somewhere you draw the line you draw the line don't open door for everything don't put biryani for it hello you got to draw the line pastor that's being rude we are tamil nadu people we invite everybody into our life listen to me the bible was not written for tamil nadu people it was written for those who call on the name of jesus and they will be saved full stop this is not a cultural issue here this is god's word issue if you cannot protect your soul and if you will not allow the holy spirit to pre- protect your soul then your soul will be led by things and you will only be taken into traffic and you will be stuck and those who took you will also be in the same traffic and they will be honking at you onna avana dhan avana onna kootu vandan traffic ulle on pinnaadi nda avane unakku horn adipan hey move and you are like hey you only brought me into this da you only introduced me to that person you only introduced me to that opportunity you only introduced me into this business you only introduced me to this where am i now don't go to places that the holy spirit did not send you it will bring discouragement so everybody say i will not be discouraged in the discouragement are you ready for the last one i will fix my eyes on jesus somebody say amen i will not be distracted in the distractions i will not be shaken in the shaking i will not be discouraged in the discouragement but i will fix my eyes on jesus Hebrews 12:2 It says we do this we do this what do we do this journey of following Jesus this journey of being a true disciple of Jesus this journey of constantly living in genuine faith we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus the champion who initiates and perfects our faith Can we sing champion? Can we get ready with champion? We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith, 
because of the joy awaiting him he endured the cross i did not have to go through and i have joy in my life because he endured the cross he disregarded as shame now he is seated in the place of honor beside god's throne stop looking for any man or any woman or any ministry for recommendations for spiritual matters in your life no man can give recommendations for spiritual matters in your life because jesus is seated on the throne and he is the only person that represents you he is not recommending you recommendation is different from representation on behalf of jane and anita that's recommendation but representation is i stand for jane and anita i myself stand for jane and anita on behalf will say i know them but i don't really know them only this much i can write about them but it's your own risk to take them into the godly divine purposes god it's your own risk i cannot do anything maybe from what i know i can recommend them but jesus he says i represent you what he says is at all cost i paid the price i have taken the risk for their life they are imperfect everybody here they are imperfect they will mess up but every time they mess up hit me not them take me not them it is my grace that is at work in their life so when you go to the throne room of god forget your id you go in the name of jesus that's what he did for you So where are you looking at them? Where is your eyes? Why is our eyes wandering? The Holy Spirit says clear those things out of your life. Simply seek me. Keep it pure, keep it simple. It's not complicated. Turn to the person next to you, look at them and tell them it's pure and simple. It's all about Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. fix your eyes on Jesus can we all stand together be anchored in Jesus then your faith will be genuine and you will bear fruit in and out of season thank you for listening to our sermon today we hope it was a blessing for you as well as your family If you would like to support our ministry, you can do so by visiting kingscitychurch.com/give. And we will meet you next week with another inspiring sermon. God bless you.